Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's another episode of BD's Universe Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Chris BD Bronson. And right now, we're in season two, and this is episode two. So without further ado, man, I'm going to jump right into this. But before we get started, I want to give it a shout out to all my fans. Everybody follows me on Facebook and Instagram at BD underscore universe. Look, man, it's 2020. Got some new things dropping this year. Um, aside from the um, the chicken wing business I got, look, man, that's going great. The grand opening was on MLK weekend. Got the new flavors, occasion, uh, black pepper. Got the lemon pepper. Got the spicy buffalo, the barbecue. Got the original. You know, if you're local, you live in the city of Indio, Palm Desert, La Quinta, or just the Coachella Valley in general, hit me up on the gram. Um, got my own Instagram page for the business. It's, uh, it's Dynasty underscore Wings. Y'all go ahead, hit it up. Place your orders uh, for Fridays and Saturdays. Um, yeah, man. So with that being said, man, getting into the podcast. And I know I said before in season one, I was talking a lot about Will Smith and how his, album, his his past couple movies have been trash. They have been trash. Um, and I said, I haven't seen Gemini, man. But I said, when I see it, I will let y'all know. And I will let you know what I think about it. And I recently just watched it. And uh, it's not bad. Gemini, man, is not a bad movie. It's actually pretty good. Um, I will say I was. Uh, um, I read it to the media. Read it to what the public's perception of it was. Um, although the storyline has been pretty much done before and other movies are very similar to other things but at the end of the day will smith could act his butt off man like there's some the scenes he had with himself i don't know who the writers are but they were tugging at my heartstrings i was sitting here tearing up watching it in my living room i'm like yo what is going on chris this is an action movie you up here about to cry like will smith he really act it was great action scenes um I, I well actually uh the fight scenes were good. I thought the action scenes could have been a little better. Um there was like a few there was maybe like two scenes that were like really high end. Actually just one scene was the, the motorcycle chase between Will Smith and his younger self. That was very like that was that was uh, that was intense, but for the most part it was just them two like, you know, shooting at you, at each other, running around. I thought it could have been some bigger scenes, maybe uh more hand-to-hand combat with the other agents involved who are trying to kill him in the in the movie but then again who am i you know i'm just a fan who liked the movie but it wasn't bad it wasn't bad now when you go back you look at will smith's movies he started doing since he came back into the fold you know he did a suicide squad acted good in suicide squad suicide squad the movie was kind of was trash like the script was was trash like it was when you, this one of those movies where you get, you're as hyped to watch it, then when it's done, you're like, this is what I waited for? You know, but Will Smith, the uh, Deadshot, the character he played, he really brought some good life to that character. I, excuse me, I wish he was still going to um, revise the role, but hey, he can't, can't be in everything. So he acted good in that, but then it, it was it was kind of trash. It was kind of pan, like, as a bad movie. Still made money, but you can make money and be a bad movie, i.e. Transformers. Um... It's not sit here and act like Transformers are some of the best movies ever created. Now, I like the first three Transformers. I ain't gonna lie. I did like the first three one. But then the last two, I was like, okay, y'all. Uh, when they brought with the one with the dinosaurs, I mean, it was it was, it was, was entertaining, but it was too much going on. And I had a headache. Maybe because I saw it in 3D. And um, 
there was just too much going on. I literally walked out of that theater with a headache. There was too many bombs and explosion and monsters and robots. I couldn't take it. And then the one with Mark Wahlberg, I was like, like the last night, I was like, really? This is where we're going with Transformers? I thought y'all was only here. Like, I thought y'all just came, you know, when you met uh, Shia LaBeouf's character. Then each movie, you find out they were here before. Like, it was like, centuries and centuries and centuries beforehand. I'm like, oh, so y'all just lived here. That's what you're telling me. Y'all was kicking with the dinosaurs and the knights and all that before humans, right? That's what you're telling me. It was just too much. It was just too much. But I, I digress. I digress. So I got to say, Will Smith all in all, he's been... One thing about Will Smith, he doesn't act bad in movies. I can't think of a Will Smith movie where he acted bad in or where he didn't deliver on his end maybe the script wasn't up to par the production or like everybody else but you can't say will smith didn't bring his a game on the project there's only a few artists or a few um actors who i believe who give their all to the role uh will smith for one Denzel Washington, even though you guys you guys say Denzel Washington plays the same character so what Denzel Washington has so many damn quotables there's so many people uh, impersonate Denzel, so it's like, but they gonna keep casting him because they know he could deliver the role. So if, if it's for the same role, this it doesn't really matter. He's good at all his movies. They've all made money. They're all pretty much critically acclaimed. So can't really hate the man. Um, so I needed to that to say this, man. Um, I'm excited for Bad Boys Three. It uh, came out the other day. I haven't, I haven't yet to see it. I'm trying to go see it tomorrow on Saturday, and that's my goal. I want to go see it tomorrow. Uh, mostly because my birthday was January 5th, and I didn't really um, do anything for my birthday, so I want to go see uh, Bad Boys 3. Now, I've seen the preview. Preview looks good. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are always they're a good team. Or just them being in movies in general is usually pretty good, or, or at least entertaining. So, um, I would like to go see this movie. Um, yeah, but man, um, I'm excited for it. I wish it didn't take, but Bad Boys 2 came out in, what, 2003? And this is coming out in 2020? Like, yo, 17 years later? Like, I don't, I, I don't like when movies take that long to make a sequel, because then you get leery, you know, they're usually not that good. Um, but hey, um, I just hope they don't turn this into, um, like the Die Hard franchise, where they're going to keep making these movies. I think Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are big enough stars and celebrities where they don't have to keep taking paychecks. Um, I think they did pretty well with their money, so they don't have to keep making bad movies. Um, yeah, with all that being said, man, it's just... Um, yeah, there's a lot going on in the pop culture. There's a lot going on. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence making their rounds, doing um, promoting Bad Boys 3. Uh, had a lot of viral clips, a lot of things go viral. Uh, but one thing that the, uh, Will Smith has said in an interview on the Breakfast Club, he said that he was actually um, jealous of The Rock. And I thought that was kind of crazy. Like, I never even thought that he would be jealous of The Rock. Then I looked at it and I'm like, yo, well, since Will Smith took his hiatus, The Rock worked himself into being that number one guy where it's an action movie. He's cast, uh, you know. It's a he's doing more like the uh, like the comedy. I think The Rock is gonna start moving to the to the rom coms. I think he's just too damn big to really go full force to it now. The dude's like 
280. Like, dude, you're too damn big. These rom-coms. But I think that's what's going to start happening. And for Will Smith to say he was jealous of it, he was really just trying to do films to, like, get his numbers up and get his number one guy in the box office uh, ranking back. Then you say he got to a place where he just didn't care anymore. He wasn't about getting validation from other people. And, you know, I think that's really big. I think that's really big, you know, because I'm moving into a different spot and, and I'm transitioning to another part of my life where, you know, we get caught up in like the Facebook, the Instagram and the Twitter, you know, how many followers you got, how many likes, you know, all these things that we're, especially when you start a new venture, when you're starting something new, you're looking for validation from other people. You start a new business, you, you're going to school, you start a new job, you look for validation from other people to let you know that you're doing the right thing. So when I took the, when I said I want to do a podcast, I've had a few people tell me, yeah, maybe you should go ahead and do the podcast. They've actually been telling me for a few years that I should do it, but I was just too scared to do it because I didn't have enough people feeding me that, hey, you could do this. It'll be great. We're going to listen. You know, I'm not even getting the most uh, the most listens on my podcast right now. And I find myself getting caught up and looking at the numbers every day and every week, but I had to get past that. So where now I'm just going to, I'm just, my pastor told me, he's like, Chris, just do it. Just put it out. You don't got all the right equipment. You're not set up for editing and all the stuff. Just put it out. Just put it out there and your time will come. So that's what I've been doing. I'm just putting it out here. I'm just being um, consistent every week, putting out some content. So just do it. You know, so when I'm moving into doing comedy as well, um, I just had my first uh, hosting gig with um, a friend of mine, uh, Matthew Sam, the master barber. Shout out. I hosted the Cut It Barber Battle, the second annual Barber Battle um, last Sunday, and um, it was a good turnout. It was about 200 and something people. You know, I was hosting it, moving along, telling my jokes, you know, keeping the crowd entertained. And I'm saying all that to say that what Will Smith was saying and what he was getting at and how it affected me is that you can't get validation from other people. And because um, a lot of people, they always got something to say. A lot of people, they don't think what you're doing is right or they just always have a freaking opinion. So recently, I, like I said, I do comedy. I tell jokes. Everybody who knows me personally know I've always been a class clown. I've always been a jokester. Um, I do comedy. Like Everybody knows this. I'm the funny guy. I'm the funny friend who makes light of every situation who tries to bring laughter out of a negative situation. I'm a guy who will go to a funeral with my wife. It was her grandmother's funeral. And I was cracking jokes to her during the funeral, just trying to uplift her spirits because she was going through a hard time. But like, I do that because one, I like to bring people joy. So just in the past seven days, I've been called out twice by somebody who took offense to a joke, I said. And they took it completely out of context. And I have to admit, I did feel some type of way. And I was like, yo, y'all got beef with me? Come tell me. Like, don't try to um, throw some subliminal messages on, on the internet. Just come at me. You got my number. You know how to get at me. If you felt some type of way, just tell me. You know what I'm saying? But then I have to realize, like, you know what, Chris? You cannot take every reaction personal. Yeah, they know you. They know there was no malicious intent behind it. Maybe they just didn't like that that certain joke. But I'm here to tell everybody today, if you do not like what I post on my social media, unfollow me. 
because I'm not going to change what I post because I'm not being offensive. I'm not cussing anybody out. I'm not degrading anybody. I tell jokes. I am funny. I'm not going to be funny to everybody. I'm not going to make everybody laugh. If that was the case, there wouldn't be thousands of comedians out here because maybe my comedy is not for you. Maybe we could have, maybe we were friends at some point in time. We had a better relationship than we do now. But guess what? A good friend of mine told me, he said, listen, you're growing and you're going places and you cannot go places with everybody. My, this is so damn true. You know, you all got that one friend you can't take nowhere. Now, my mindset is growing and it's expanding. My comedy palette is changing. I'm I'm going out of my uh, comfort zone. I'm reaching different people now. I cannot, I can no longer cater to the same people I was kicking it with five, six years ago. We're not in the same circles no more. Whereas I have moved out of the hood, where I have elevated, where I've done different things, seen different things, been around different people. You might still be in the same situation or you just went on a different path, a different journey. My, maybe my comedy doesn't appeal to you. Or maybe you're easy to take offense. That's just going to show that, man. I'm just on a smaller level, on a micro level. I'm seeing what these big time comedians are going through where people getting offended by everything they say. Like, literally, I said one thing and someone got a problem. It's something something so minor as trying to make light of a bad situation. And I'm not really going to go into detail, but everybody took People are taking offense. And I'm just like, yo, if you go on my Instagram... You see my videos, you see my comments, you go on my Facebook, if you're in my comments and you know what I'm saying to people, like, I don't get what it is. Like, I put all this stuff out there. I open myself up on my podcast every week, tell people about myself. So, like, why is it a shock? You feel me? But like I said, you can't go everywhere with everybody. You cannot please everybody. So I'm just, I'm at a point now where it's like, listen, I care, but I don't. Either you can ride along with the journey or you cannot. But I will say this. If I've offended anybody in any way, know that that is not my intent. I am not coming out here just trying to offend somebody for a laugh. No, that's not my intentions. And the people who know me need to know me well enough to know my character. Now, my friends, my close friends... We say disrespectful things to each other on the regular. And that's how we've been talking to each other since we were kids. And we all know it's nothing personal. I can go to one of my best friends and say a joke about his mama. And he'll look at me and say, I just told her that stuff yesterday. And that's how that's our relationship. So to somebody looking in on our relationship who don't know the ins and outs of it, one, because they don't want to or they don't care to know the ins and outs of it, you cannot get mad on the relationship I have with somebody else and I make a joke or a comment towards them. So people going to get mad at me. People, people want to unfriend me. People want to get upset. I'm just sick of dealing with the messages. I'm sick of dealing with people talking to me sideways. I'm going to be me. If you don't like it, again, if I offended anybody anyway no that's not my that 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 is not my intent i am living my life and you have to and i have to understand that somebody living their life is going to offend somebody else people who go to church offend people who don't go to church okay people who are married are people who are not married are offended by those who are married 
I know certain people right now who do not have good relationships with their family members simply because they envy what their other family members have. So you can't win them all. Just know that you can't win them all. To my fans, to my listeners, I love you guys. And you guys, I want you guys to take this with you in 2020. If you can't make everybody happy, you can't make everybody your friend. Um, so you just you just can't. So as I'm building this this comedic brand, as I'm building this podcast, um, as I'm building my business, I have like I said, I don't need everybody, nor do I want everybody. If I just have ten people who are ride or die with me, who rock with me, who listen to the podcast, who follow all my content, who are encouraging me, sending me the message, then so be it. So be it. I don't need to be Kevin Hart out here. I don't need to be Dave Chappelle. I just need to identify my core audience and cater to my core audience because your core audience are going to be the ones who are going to rock with you and they're going to understand your intent behind everything that you do. And if they are offended, they're not going to blast you on social media. They will simply either they will tell you or they will direct message you on all the other forms of communication we have we have twitter we have facebook we have instagram they will message you and be like i felt this way because x y and z and then i'm able to respond back and build that relationship and keep that relationship going that's all i gotta say on that you know so in 2020 i tell jokes i'm planning uh i'm going to be planning a comedy show um with my uh, my pastor and his and his wife they want me to do a comedy show. I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to start setting stuff up. So this year, I got a comedy show coming where I'm going to be doing a good 20 to 25-minute set. So last, the last time I did a show, I did a 15-minute set, and that was really with no preparation. Now, I've been preparing a set for the past, like, six, seven months. I have a lot of notes. I have a lot of jokes. I've been going over it constantly in my head. I've been sending jokes back and forth to other people, getting pointers on them. So... If I was funny in my first comedy set, I did 15 minutes, and I barely had any time to prepare, maybe a week. Now, every time I did a set, um, for those who remember me going to school, then my first set in eighth grade, I didn't know what I was doing. I just had to talk about this, 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 and this. Went out there and talked about it. When I did the uh, the pageant in in uh, the Mr. CCHS pageant in high school, I didn't really know what I was going to talk about. I said, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And I expounded on that and told jokes. Everybody loved it. I came out the next year just to, as a filler, as entertainment. Did great. The, did some few gigs here and there, hosting some weddings, doing little stuff like that. It was all off the cuff. So now that I have time to actually craft a set and prepare it and rehearse it, it's going to be that much better. So I guarantee you guys, it's going to be a good time. Um, we're gonna have we're working on getting another comedian to come out, um, a bigger name. So it'll be like I'm open to for him, but I'm still doing. It'll be like a co-headlining. It'll be like a co-headlining show. Have some um, other musical guests, special performances. It's gonna be great. So you guys look on that in 2020. Um, I got the Dynasty Wings popping off. It's doing big things. Um, I'm also gonna be starting um, merch. Um, I'm gonna be starting merch on that. Um, so there's a lot of things coming, man. There's a lot of things coming. And so I know it was kind of heavy. I know it was kind of heavy. I probably did a little, probably ranted a little bit. Didn't mean to rant. Didn't mean to rant. That's not my intentions. You know, I just have to get some stuff off my chest, man. You know, and am I a little sensitive? Maybe I am a little sensitive. Um, but I will say this. 
I love everybody. I just want to make the world laugh. I want to give everybody joy. Um, but in doing so, I cannot bring everybody joy. I cannot reach everybody, make everybody laugh. Because people are different. And not everybody finds the same things funny. Or finds them enjoyable. Because um, I can tell you right now, my top five... No, this is crazy. This, this I know everybody doesn't like the same things and doesn't find the same things enjoyable. Because my top five movies of all time are very, very random. Okay. Right now, top five movies of all time. Friday. Top five. Off the bat. Uh, second movie will be Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Shawshank Redemption. Anytime I see it on television, I have to sit there and watch the rest of the movie. I do not care if we're tw- if it's 20 minutes in, an hour in. I have to sit there and watch the rest of the movie. I love that film. Um, another movie. A Walk to Remember with, with Mandy Moore. Love the movie. I know what's going to happen. I know the girl's going to die of leukemia. I cry every damn time. I don't care what you say. Y'all can talk about me. I think it's a Dick of the Sparks book that got turned into a movie. Love it. Love the movie. I don't care what you say. My wife can't stand that damn movie. She hates it with the passion. She's like, it's dumb. It's poorly shot. The acting is bad. I'm like, I love this movie. There's nothing you could say to me otherwise. Okay? Now, the third favorite movie would have to be The Dark Knight. Dark Knight, I think it's in a lot of people's top five because Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. Oh, my gosh. That's the Joker. Are you kidding me? That was insane. That was just insane. And my top, the, the round of my top five would have to be the Twilight Saga, New Moon. Now, I have Friday, The Ghetto, Classic Hood Movie, Shawshank Redemption, Critically acclaimed, critically acclaimed. Then we got uh, a walk to remember. It it, it catered to a niche to, to a niche audience. Critically panned, didn't do good at theaters. Then I got Dark Knight Rises. Great, critically acclaimed. It had a bunch of um, made a bunch of money in the box office. And then I have New Moon. Made a lot of money in the box office. The movie. Looking back, I just watched it the other uh, what last week. It was kind of cringeworthy. Um, Tyler Lautner, I think that's how you pronounce the name, was not. He did not act good in that movie. It was all his lines. He did not deliver them well at all. But the dude who made New Moon for me so good was that dude Arrow. I don't know who plays him, but who plays Arrow? The the the, uh, the head dude from the Valtori. The uh oh my god, the head vampire dude. Like when I watched that movie, I'm like, yo, everybody else is acting. This nigga's really a vampire. I don't care. Like, yo. Oh, I love it. I love it. Like, literally, I watched that movie just to quote his lines. Oh, my gosh. Like, I love that freaking film. Love it. Well, I love all the Twilights. I'm, yeah, I'm a black dude who loves the Twilight Saga. Whatever. It could be whatever, bro. On Crip. It could be whatever. But, yeah, so all those movies are solid. They're all different. But... Not everybody likes those same movies. Like I said, my wife can't stand a walk to remember. She's not a big fan of The Dark Knight. She knows it's a good movie, but she's like, eh, I don't really, don't really care for it. I know certain people who don't like Friday, which I feel, if you're from the black culture and you don't like Friday, we just revoked your black card. That's how I feel about it. That's how I feel if you're a black person and you don't like good kid Mad City. Like, if you're from Compton 
That's like saying you're from Compton and you don't like Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Why are you even saying you're from here? Like, that's how I get. Like, why are you saying you're black and you rap the culture if you don't like Friday? Like, come on. Come on. Okay. So, you can't please everybody. But my top five movies are all over the place. And they were just a weird individual. I could just be weird. I don't know. I like a walk. Matter of fact, I'm about to go watch uh, Walk to Remember Right Damn Now. I think it's, uh, I think it's on Hulu. Yep, I think it's on Hulu. About to go stream that right now. Because uh, it is what it is. And what is up with all this? Um, what is it? Disney Plus, right? There's Netflix. There's Amazon Prime. Now, I'm getting upset. Because I told you guys before, I canceled everything. And I just have Disney Plus. Because it comes with ESPN Plus and Hulu. Now, I just recently got hip to a show called The Boys on Amazon Prime. Now I'm pissed the hell off. Because now, in order for me to keep watching this show, I have to pay for Amazon Prime. Now, I don't want to pay for Amazon Prime, but now I'm going to have to pay for Amazon Prime because I got another show that I want to freaking watch. And now Netflix is rolling out some good stuff. They had the Kevin Hart documentary, which I hear is fire. I watched part of it. I watched part of it. And then they had the what the, the Aaron Hernandez trial or the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Oh, my God. I love a good documentary. Period. So I'm like, oh, so now all of a sudden Netflix dropping some fire stuff, trying to pull at me on my entertainment core values. They want to spend my money again. So I say all this to say this. Listen, who will ever get their password for Amazon Prime and uh, and Netflix? I'm just saying um, it's only right. You know, hit me in the comments. Send me a message. Uh, for those of you who got my number, go ahead and text your boy. Uh, let me let me get that password. You feel me? Um, yeah, just let me, some of you know, I'm not going to watch it a lot. I won't give it to my kids. You know, I won't give it to my kids. They don't got to watch it. I don't, I'm not going to even watch it on my phone. Just when I get home at night, you know, my wife went off to work or she's asleep. I could put on some Netflix, watch a little documentary. I could put on Amazon Prime. I could watch The Boys. One, because The Boys, I can't watch my family up. It's a little graphic. It's a little vulgar, you know. Can't watch up with the kids. Wife don't like stuff like that. But, you know, I need some me time. You feel me? So, yeah, that's just... I'm just throwing that out there. Y'all want to help your boy out? Let me get your Netflix password or your Amazon Prime password. We could be friends. Let's share the wealth. Let's share the wealth. So, that being said, man, it's been a great episode today. I'm loving y'all. Oh, whoa, whoa. I got another point here. I got another point here. Just came across it in my notes. It's a little dark where I'm sitting at. I don't have the best light. Okay, light bill's going low up. Don't worry about it. Okay, I'm going to make it through. I'm going to make it through. Okay, so what do y'all think about... Selena Gomez, damn near crying on social media about her fans making her album number one. Now, when I first came across, I'm like, yo, you talking about your album being number one? I'm like, yo, so what? My Beyonce don't got to cry about her album being number one. She just drops her album and her fans go buy it. If your fan base is strong enough, they're just going to go buy it. It's not like you're a new artist. Like, Selena Gomez, you've been out for a minute. Like, you've been famous for a while. Like, you don't have to beg. Like, as long as you're a new artist. Yeah, when you're a new artist, your first, like, what, like, two, three albums, you're still trying to build your core fan base. You say, hey, go buy my album. We go on the, you go on a publicity tour. You're doing all the interviews. Yeah, but go buy my album. It's coming out. She ain't on no tour. She ain't doing no publicity tour. She ain't going on all these outlets talking about her album and stuff. No. Because she's a big enough celebrity where she doesn't have to. But... Then you're on social media, damn near crying, saying this album is so personal to me. I'm like, yo, that's great. 
But it's going it's not gonna make it less personal if it's not number one. There was something that's crazy. Justin Timberlake ain't had a number one album yet. He ain't crying about it. It probably eats at him. It probably does. It probably does. He just happens to always drop his album around the time a bigger artist drops their album. I think we dropped Justified. I think it was around the time uh, the 8 Mile soundtrack came out. He wasn't doing that. The songs on Justified were fire, but when Lose Yourself came out, there was no bigger song than Lose Yourself. You weren't gonna, you weren't winning that battle. Eminem was the biggest artist in the world. You're not gonna win that that battle. Then I think when you drop um, the second record, I think there was another big album that was out. Um, shoot, I think it was might have been Nelly. I think Nellyville might have been. I don't know. It was another um, another big album was out. So like when you look at the things, you're kind of like, oh, I think it was Fifty Cent. No, was it? No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I, don't, I haven't looked it up. But I think there was a there was a big artist who was dropping at the time. So Justin Timberlake, he just couldn't compete. He still did numbers. He still did numbers. But it was like you're number two. Like I think he was probably going against like Fifty Cent one year. And I think it was the Eight Mile soundtrack. Um, I think maybe like Beyonce or somebody dropped the album around the same time. It was just like dude, or it was like um, a big like movie soundtrack again dropped. It wasn't a you know he just, it was just poor timing. It was just poor time. Not that he's not a good artist and he don't put out good music. Except for Man of the Woods. Moving on. Moving on past that. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I think a lot of celebrities come to crime. Talk about Booster album. Go to number one. And what's with Justin, uh, not just, but Justin Bieber with this new Yummy single. I think that song, Yummy, is trash. I really do. I Y'all know how I feel about uh, white folks making black music. One, if you're going to make black music, make it fire. Off the rip, okay. That's one thing that Justin Timberlake had mastered, because there was a point in time Justin Timberlake he couldn't miss, he couldn't miss. He got away from catering to the black folks, try to cater to the white folks. He had a couple misses, but on the most part, he can Justin Timberlake get a Timberland beat. Oh, get a fire rap artist on there. Song's hot. We can't. We there's no denying that. But the adjusted Bieber. Off this song, Yummy. I'm listening to it. I'm like, this is such trash. Like, weren't you on a spiritual journey just a year ago? We're talking about you found Jesus, you're proclaiming Jesus, and you your first single back is Yummy? This explicitly content. So, like, listen, if you want to make music for the for secular or you want to make it for the church, that's your business. I'm just saying, don't use God to Kind of like saying, oh, I was tripping. Now I found God. I'm in a better place. You know, to get the cut, the, the 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 public to get back on your side. Like, okay, he was going through some stuff. He found God. He's back on the right track. Now we're going to start checking for your music. And hey, you give us this? First of all, bro. First of all, bro. You would have been better off coming with a ballad. I think we would have loved to hear a ballad from Justin Bieber. But this song, Yummy? Nah, bro. You got stuff to like Trey Songs and Usher. First of all, Usher, you need to stop recording, dude. You're like 67. Let it go, man. You still look good for your age, but let it go. You had a great run. Now you're just making music and just just stop. Just stop. So Justin Bieber, just, just, just stop trying to be black, bro. Stop it. You done got the tattoos, getting the piercings. You done wearing the black clothes. You trying to be swagged down all hip. First of all, dude, just... 
I can talk about this all day. I'm going to end this here. I'm going to end it. Um, so, love you guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in to the episode, episode two of season two of BD's Universe Podcast. Holler at your boy.